Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Over 120 years ago, freedmen became lawmen. Independent communities were built. Businesses, schools, people were thriving. Until organized destruction ensued. Fire, murder, violence. Poverty, disease, all seemed lost. A community of people barely alive. Fast forward the year 2012. We can rebuild. We have the technology. We have the capability to make the world's first conglomerate of organized, united communities. The black community will be that force. Better than before. Better, stronger. Welcome everyone, welcome everyone to the Keys 107 Network. I am here today uh, representing for the Black Reconstruction, our wonderful show here with Mrs. LaShawn Muhammad and Malik Green. Mrs. Muhammad should be on shortly. Um, We should have another great show here for you today. Uh, we're going to have a guest on who actually um, put together a wonderful piece of uh, a research project, basically, where he went all over the world, I mean, spanning six continents, to provide a whole overall view of the accomplishments of African Americans throughout the world as far as inventions and innovation. And uh, the gentleman we're going to have on today is an author of a book called Global Black Inventors Research Project. It was basically called Black Inventors, 200 Years of History. And basically he goes back over 200 years throughout all over the world, six continents like I mentioned, to really uh, locate and find the patents that were that were uh, developed or, or established by um, black inventors um, going back 200 years. Um, why is that important for our show today with what we do? Because it's talking about reconstruction. It's talking about our innovation, our abilities to innovate, to create, to build. And these individuals, black men and black women, have shown that even in times of hardship, times of uh, you know very rough situations, and they still were able to, to be creative, to be innovative, and, and, and to bring wonderful accomplishments to the world, which a lot of the world doesn't know. You know, as far as uh, black people are concerned, we haven't created much of anything without the help of anyone else, and that's not true. And we show our powers each and every day um, in the ways that we accomplish, even though we have all these obstacles in our path as far as us trying to move forward. So um, I'm waiting for my ho- my uh, my co-host, uh, Sister LaShawn Muhammad. Hopefully she'll be on in a moment, and also along with our guest, who will give us some insight on uh, – this project that he has um, seems like he's put a lot of his whole heart and soul into this because it's a passion it seems like of his, which I can commend him on. And um, I'd just like to get his insight on what was the impetus behind him starting. I mean, wanting to write this book, and um, you know, it's a labor of love. But what was the real, you know, what was the end game? What did you want out of this? What did you want to achieve when you first started out with this project? And these are the questions we're gonna have for our guests, and I'm sure he'll give us some insightful answers. Okay. Um, Give a little background on this gentleman. His name is um, Mr. Holmes. I'll give you his first name here. I'm just getting all my information together. Okay. It's Keith C. Holmes, and he's a researcher and founder, and he has spent basically over 20 years researching the inventors of color, 
on July of 2012, he published an ebook edition of that uh, publication called Black Inventors Crafting Over 200 Years of Success. And the book basically highlights the innovative accomplishments of black women and women, like I said, from six continents, um, over 70 countries, over a period of 200 years. Now, Mr. Holmes, you know, okay, he recognizes the pioneer work, uh, basically, of someone named Henry E. Baker, was a gentleman, uh, an African-American, who had attended the United States Naval Academy and had worked as a copyist with the United States Patent Office in the early 20th century. Now, Mr. Baker's interest, you know, uh, he had saw Mr. Baker's um, work, as far as, um, I'm sorry, Mr. Holmes, had was uh, introduced to Mr. Baker's work, and I think that was where it kind of got him, like, his juices flowing as wild. This is some fascinating stuff. And um, I guess, you know, he went on from there. Now, another question I want to ask our guest when he does come on is um, in uh, a little bio about him, he mentioned a gentleman named Ra Nunnefer Aman, which is his friend and mentor, who basically was the one who pushed him to really go ahead and, and do this project. And um, being that that's his friend and mentor, and I did some research on this gentleman, um, uh, Ra Nunnefer Aman, I may be pronouncing it incorrectly, and I'm sure our guest will help us correct that. Um, but, no, this gentleman is uh, um, a very fascinating individual. He has a uh, an organization called the uh, Asor Aset Society, and basically it teaches a lot about the ancient Egyptian spiritual uh, philosophies and spiritual um, concepts that basically was very powerful concepts that allowed a human being or man to function in his right way and his right intended way, the way the Lord or God had meant it. So that's another part I want to find out about that individual because uh, I'm sure his insight and influence, you know, had our guest to write that book, and I'm sure he's a very powerful individual, and hopefully one day we'll get him on our show as well. But we'll find out about when we get to Mr. Holmes as he comes on. Okay, I'm just going to check in and see if Mr. Holmes is on the line as of yet. I'm checking in with my uh, my control panel here. Do we have our guests on yet, sir? Okay, I guess we don't have him on yet. No, not yet. He's not okay, on yet. And, Your co-host and, is on. Okay, hey. Live. Oh, is my, is my mic live? You've been live for the last four or five minutes. <laughs> yeah, oh, your mic is hey, live. So thank you, you can, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> How <laughs> thank you doing, Jay? How are you today? <laughs> How, hey, Malik. Good evening, everyone. I'm good, I'm good. You know, um, this is, you know, what we, you know, deal with with blog talk, you know, and it's the, the wonders of technology. You know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but you've been sure. doing a fabulous job, you know, introducing our host and tonight's topic, so. Well, That's thank right. you, because usually you're the expert at that introduction, but I was doing the best I can until you got on here. But, no, you um, held no, it can, down. You helped me down. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> thank you. But, uh, yeah, can you um, go ahead and continue on, because I know you had some a little more extra insight about the individual, and then I guess we can also get him on and start getting some insight about this wonderful project that he has been working on for the last, I don't know, 20 years or so. Yeah, you know, it was it was interesting The um, when you actually um, – Gave a you know wonderful background on him. I don't want to give away too much before he comes on, but um, you know he when he initially um, started this work, it was actually uh, when he attended the International Art Festival in Brooklyn. And mm-hmm. for those listeners who are out there who are familiar with the July Fourth weekend uh, festival here in Brooklyn, um, this is where he initially saw the um, the book called Black Inventors in America, and it kind of caught his eye. So you know he brought the book, and then that's when his mentor you know, told him, well, you know, if you're so fascinated, you know, why don't you, you know, kind of do your own kind of book about black inventors, you know? And so that's kind of what sparked 